This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 podcast. So glad to have you here. Let's all join together by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. How's everybody feeling out there? It's a little dark out there. It's a little rocky out there. Let me just be real. This episode almost didn't happen, okay? Because it's it's that real right now. So how y'all doing? We just had a solar eclipse on yesterday. If you keep up with the astrological news, we just had a solar eclipse and If you're feeling a little off balance or in the dark, know that you're not alone. Know that that may be why. And, you know, I read a couple articles about the eclipse. And uh, if you want to read those, I'll include those in the description. So maybe you have a better understanding. It's really important to pay attention to the cosmos and the astrological placements. Uh, Whether you believe that they affect us or not, does not matter. Doesn't matter who believes or doesn't. If, If it's true, it's still true. And so um, for those who've been feeling off and unsure why, maybe astrology has some reasons for you. So um, it is that time of year again where uh, holidays are here and so is Christmas time. So it's that time that I'm going to advertise for the artist that we know and love as Mary J. Wanna. You can pick up your copy of Christmas Time EP on all streaming platforms. Um, You can also purchase it from the iTunes store, which definitely helps out all the independent artists out there. So if you have any collaborations that you're working on or would like to be a feature or have a topic request, please direct those to my inbox on social media at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram or at Agent K21 on Twitter. So yes, I really appreciate anyone that reaches out. I do not take it lightly or take it for granted. I know it takes such courage to reach out and I'm just so grateful for you guys. Uh, keeping the ball moving with the Ascended Masters. We are going to keep going here. As uh, If you haven't caught up on the Ascended Masters, please check out the episodes prior to this one to get a better understanding. Now, you do not have to be any subscriber of any faith or anything like that to understand the um, Ascended Masters and to... I laughed because I just saw the word faith as I looked up, uh, but you don't have to subscribe to any of that. Um, the Ascended Masters are here to help guide us regardless of any walks of life we have, regardless if we even believe in them. You know, they still exist. And uh, yeah, I was thinking about the um, eclipse season and I, I was thinking about the fact that this was a solar eclipse and we had a lunar eclipse uh, two weeks ago, but we had a solar eclipse and a new moon. Now, when a moon is new, you don't see it. It's, it's dark, it's hidden. And very much with the solar eclipse, we were hidden from light, where the sun-earth-moon sun, alignment causes the sun to be you know, cascaded away. And I was realizing, I was thinking of uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. quote that says, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. And thinking about the fact that we just had a solar eclipse and a new moon, which signifies a depth of darkness. So if you feel really confused or really isolated or just unknown, uncertain, um, you're not alone. 
and there's help available. I do provide donation-based counseling. And um, I'll share this really quick. I wasn't going to share it. I was like, you know what, let's just keep it moving. But I'll, I'll share this is that uh, I was on my latest Starseed mission and uh, I was driving or got a lift to the airport. And as I was on my way to the airport, um, the driver asked me what I do. And I tell him, you know, I'm a counselor. And the driver says, oh, so you like to psychoanalyze people. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Is that what people do? Um, and I had to remember that a lot of people who are not um, used to counseling or used to people who have gone to traditional counseling, that may have been their experience or that may be the bias that we come in with. I'm not going to a therapist. They're going to psychoanalyze me. They're going to judge me. All that stuff. And I had to remember like that that's, you know, there's a resistance to therapy and counseling because of that. And I just want to say that I was very much like, uh, nah, that's not what I do. But I do know people do that. And um, if traditional counseling, if you've ever experienced that, first of all, I want to say you did not deserve that. Uh, counseling therapy to me is not about judging or analyzing or labeling people. It's really about helping people. And it's really unfortunate those who are in the field for power or for analyzing or having some sort of superiority or whatever the case is, they give everyone else a bad rep. And if that's been your experience, I truly apologize for that. That is not at all you, what you should experience in counseling. Counseling is a place to safely unload all the baggage in a safe, conducive place where you're not there to be fixed because there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not there to be fixed. You're there to process and understand and not be what the counselor wants you to be or be labeled or boxed into something. And so I just wanted to share that because that really bothered me. Um, really, really so. Because I know I've met people like that and you know, um, any ways that I've even been that way, I'm like, man, that's not the goal, you know, so I just, man, I just, I feel for it, because I've been on the other side of meeting people like that, and that's just not a great feeling, um, but with all these ascended masters, and all of these different giftings and services we provide, it's really important to stay true to who we are, and to stay authentic, and to remember how we feel as a student because the student will become the teacher at some point if we choose to and if we learn to become that and that's what these ascended masters have really shown me that they have walked this earth they've experienced a lot of the same things we experience and in a lot of ways they're no different than you and I they're showing us that there's more and that we are capable of more than we ever thought so please be encouraged that you're not what anyone has said not even what you may think of yourself um, and so the master that I'm going to be talking about today is Master Rakowski. I believe is how you say that name. That's what we're going with, at least. Master Rakowski. Regacy. <laughs> I just switched it up right in the middle. Okay, Master Rakowski. I don't think that's right. I'm going to go with, which one do I like better? Rakowski. Rakus. Rak. Rakos. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm making this humorous, but there is a very beautiful, serious manner. And um, he's also known as Master R. That, that's it. Master R. Yes, that's what we're going with. Um, 
Master R was one of the first Mahatmas, our great souls, our masters of wisdom, who appeared to the founders of the New Age religion of Theos Theosophy. Yep. A Kohan master of the seventh ray, he considers himself with the ceremonial aspects of religion and magic, especially the most ancient mysteries. As a representative of the first ray, he is the one of the lords of karma for the earth and holds the office of the great divine director. For more than 200,000 years, he has been directing cosmic light rays to preserve humanity from self-destruction assisting evolution, evolving life forms to know God's plan and disrupting nature's blessing over the earth. He is so many different things here. I'm going to scan through it here. Um, but uh, what I really liked about learning more about Master R is that he is one of the teachers of St. Germain and the teacher of Jesus here. So Master R who's known as the master or the divine director is regarded as a great spiritual teacher whose students include saint germain he's very involved with world government leaders intuitively guiding them towards peaceful resolutions we learn to call upon master r to help with esoteric learning spiritual teaching our efforts towards world peace now i will say um doing my research here and to learn more about this beautiful ascended master there were a lot of conflicting messages i received so if you happen to know more about these ascended masters and i didn't say this yet but if you have an ascended master that you would like to hear before the season ends as the season is now winding down please send those requests in i'm going to do two more ascended masters before i close out the season here um, I will resume with the Ascended Masters picking up in the following season. But if you want to hear any particular one, please direct those my way. But I had a really um, interesting time trying to find information about Master R. And so um, one message said Master R is Saint Germain. Another message said Master R is not Saint Germain. So I read here that Master R known as the great divine director, as we've mentioned, is a separate and distinct being from Saint Germain. Master R is regarded in the Ascended Master's teaching as a name used by the great divine director when he was functioning as Saint Germain's teacher in the great white brotherhood of Ascended Masters. So if any of this makes you want to dive deeper, please do, as I'm just giving an overview of this because the information is little scattered out there and a little bit um, all over the place but I have this message here I have a few messages from channeled messages from Master R see even just now I was thinking Saint Germain um, but getting a better understanding of who Master R was I did not find any incarnations I feel like I found a few but I'm not entirely sure as I said, the information is very scattered. So if you know some information, share it with the collective. So Master R, is he comes forth as a Kohan of the 11th Ray, which has been brought back from the times of Atlantis. So if you connect with the Atlantis, 
and you connect with Master R here, please, there's something there for you. And also checking out the Atlantean star seeds. Um, he has brought back times from Atlantis where he has kept records of the divine light. As he was a great teacher of the light in Atlantis, he manifested for the 13 rays, the gateways to the Akashic records, stored for all souls reincarnated. In Atlantis, he taught spiritual gifts of mysticism to link into the Akashic records on a higher and multi-dimensional vibration. Today, by working with the Earth Star Chakra, he is opening your understanding of past lives. Meldavite is the crystal he is working with. Those working on this ray are connected to the teaching qualities of spirituality. Master R has now said, human consciousness has risen enough for the Akashic records can be opened once more to serve mankind. I am there to give guidance and understanding to all now. So this information is available for all of us to really embark on and to take in and to learn more. And there's a message here that is from and of course all of these articles will be listed below um, and maybe even more that I'm not reading from because it's just so much information and I'm trying to give as much concise information about this as possible but some of it is um, incongruent and some of it contradicts itself but um I want to leave this with you guys, which is a message. Here it is. Greetings. I am the one that goes by the name of the Maha Kohan Ragasi, and I am here representing the will and the law of unconditional love for all of you. Let's blend all of our hearts together in the function of the unconditional and the eternal. God be with you in the heart, for you are God in heart. I am present. I am present in order to provide a message to give you an insight concerning all the tumultuous matters taking place these days upon your world. What is taking place in your reality concerns the striking and unmistakable evolutions which are trying to find a place in your minds and in your environment in order to be understood and accepted as an element of the ascension process. The more dark sides of yourself are most specifically those distinct parts, distinctive parts of your being that request to be heard and that clutch clutch to you to get your attention. They want to be seen, accepted, and acknowledged as an intricate part of your being, for they have always been repelled and denied, even pushed off as if they were something that is not you. Those distinctively lower parts of you are not to be repelled. They only have to be accepted as you, as a functional part of your being that functions and assists through this polarity, which in itself is an expression of the duality. That's why it is important to recognize those dark parts of yourself and to accept them as yourself, as this is the only way to bring everything again into a state of balance and to love yourself unconditionally. All those dark aspects and 
incarnation as well as in the ethereal realms contribute to your spiritual growth and evolution by showing you all the faucets of your versatile self, your multidimensional self. This is important in order to let you play and experience the game in duality. So it's far much better to use them in order. So it's far much better to use them in other slash loving ways and to cooperate with them rather than to repel them and see them as something outside of you. The only difference now will be that your darker aspects will no longer be the leading force as they have been in your previous lives. On the contrary, now those darker aspects are changing their roles and are contributing in the background and no more on the forefront. What will emerge now are the more lighted aspects in your higher self with who you are now in the process of forming a close connection and hence this part of your being will completely take on the task of experiencing and expressing this other side of yourself. You find yourself now in the equilibrium point of this polarization and you are aspiring to reach that equilibrium, that point of neutrality, after which you can expand again into any form of the light. This happens not only on an etherical level, but also in the physical embodiment, and that's the reason there is a talk of a noticeable change of the physical vessel, changing more and more into a light body, which will be tangible for the naked eye. This is the transformation. It is the alchemical... (laughs) It is the alchemy process of the polarization to unity and in unity the expansion of the light body from your inner heart moving through the dense physical body is an alchemic process in which the physical body itself comprised of matter and dense energy again starts to assimilate itself into the physical aspect that it carries and exudes executes where after it multiplies It multiplies itself with the energetic value of the completion and immediately dispenses and splits into a form of light that carries the values and charges of your energetic expression. Your blueprint, or rather, your essence self, your essential self, and the expression of light. The alchemic process is beyond the power of the existing worlds used by common folk to give an adequate explanation as it rather is a process of being or more specifically a process of doing by being it is that nothing more nothing less you don't need to do anything but being yourself the being you truly are from your heart and not from your mind through what you think you are that's why the masters keep on stressing the value of yourself of love of self-acceptance and of self-worth It is a very important concept in the process of ascension to truly appreciate the physical aspects in all of this. It is not easy. It certainly isn't a child's play to perform this alchemy process under the constant pressure of the inflow of energies while living in a physical, dense embodiment that cannot withstand much pressure. Master Saint Germain is one of the few, and he is a most famous ascended master who has been able to accomplish this process with this with his physical vessel. That's why he contributes largely to this process of ascension and why he is essential in the golden age of Aquarius. 
it is certainly not a coincidence that he represents this golden age and that he is in service to all of you as he knows as no other how to regularly change a physical body into a light body and vice versa with with and through the physical aspect for years saint germain was an apprentice apprentice excuse me apprentice of mine in my holy retreat right on time to be prepared for this moment of now and together we will proceed on behalf of all of you both of our energies connected into one we have shared incarnations as one and the same a fact that is not readily known on your world but is known now by telling you this the alchemy process will ensure many merges will, which will take place on deep and still unknown levels with other aspects of your being that you can also find in others. That's the reason why all of a sudden many soulmates are finding each other in this life and even more than one soulmate because each of you has multiple soulmates. Also included in this connection with the one and only twin flame because firstly, connections will be made with the parts of the joint aspects that someone shares with the soulmate as it functions as a kind of merger in consciousness by coming together one way or the other in your current incarnation. Don't be afraid when multiple soulmates enter your life rather than just one as you have many soul aspects of yourself and your twin flame that are hiding as it were in those soulmates. The connection with those aspects ensures that you recognize yourself in them and that brings an acceptance and self-love in its wake and contributes and contributes to the completion of the mergers and the reunion with your twin flame. This pertains also to the alchemy process as everything is a reflection of energy and chain charges, discharges, and creations. Your masculinity will increasingly give way to your femininity entailing some distresses as this occurs with every new birth. You are now smack dab in those distresses, which will intensify ever more and will occur even faster, like contractions functioning during a labor, giving, labor of giving birth. That is the signal of how close the birth of the new world with Gaia in humanity becomes reality. Take deep breaths between shifts. They now follow in rapid succession, so keep your focus and your strength intact by way of meditation and a healthy lifestyle, so even your physical aspect can enjoy it and can switch without any complications. Each process that completes itself now is a result of old energies that have to depart and are become obsolete in this lifetime, in this time frame. It concerns karmic or discordant energies which have been depleted and misused in such a way that they can no longer function in this reality nor in yourself. Let it be. Let it find its way out. Let it become aware it is dysfunctional so it again can be incorporated in the source where after it can manifest again in necessary energies on earth. I am Mahaka Cohen Ragasi and my being is with you, is always with you. Namaste. So just take that in. Just process that message. Uh, fun fact, I had not read that. I was not aware it was actually going to be that long, for one. Um, 
but I saw that it was a message that needed to be delivered. Um, So just take that in for a moment. There is so much going on, so much beyond what meets the eye, so much more to the story than any one of us could fathom, any of us can understand or comprehend on this side. And um, the more I'm learning, the more I'm learning. And um, trust your intuition. Trust the things that are unknown. Have faith in these star seeds and light workers and everything that we understand, even if we understand it by a different name. We'll never doubt its its authenticity or its realness. Because um, there will potentially be many times where we attempt to fall asleep on this journey, but we're always guided back. We're always guided back to the source, and every person we meet is a reflection of that source, leading us back to our home. We're all walking each other home, leading us back to that source, integrating all the fragments to become whole. And the more we have that wholeness within ourselves, the more we'll see it outside of us. Um, One thing I want to share before before I don't (laughs) is that um, I just thought about this again, and so I'm going to share it, is that while I was on my latest adventure, I uh, was flying, I was flying on my way to Miami, and I had this thought, and it might be very elementary, very rudiment, and if it's so simple, it was so deep, and uh, maybe you've thought of this yourself, and if you have, and you're like, uh, you're just not thinking of that, I don't know, <laughs> it was very deep to me, but it was so simple, so I'm I love to sit in the window seat when I'm on the plane and I'm in my window seat and um, I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at all the lights, all the city. And uh, I was sitting there thinking like, as within, so without, as above, so below. And I was just thinking how it felt so deep when I heard it. I'm going to see if I can recall it as I felt it but what I felt was just how everything is just a reflection everything is just a mirror image and I was just thinking how those who made those street lights and those everything is starts in the spiritual realm first and I just thought like these street lights are just a human expression of the stars that we see when we look in the sky. It's just a mirror reflection of it. You know, the blue ocean is just a mirror reflection of the blue sky. The white puffy clouds are just a mirror reflection of the sea, of the salt sea in the ocean. And just just have this really like this thread of just everything is everything and like everything is just a reflection. And just thinking how you know, an extra terrestrial being might look at our, might have that perspective looking from their advantage point of outer space, looking at our little earth here going, maybe it looks like stars to them. I don't know. It was an interesting thought I had, but um, 
I find the most deep things and the most mundane and the most simple thing. I'll get these amazing revelations and downloads in. Uh, I'm looking forward to downloading more with you guys. Um, So as I said, the season is winding down. Um, Next time I'm planning, excuse me, on talking about the Ascendant Masters, Lord Maha Kohen and Plyas Athean, Athean, you know what, I give up. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm trying to say. And I'm going to work on that in the meantime and really have some more time to to get some more in-depth information. But there's quite a few information, a lot of information on these next two Ascended Masters that I will get into next time. So I hope that you all are safe and well and congratulations, you made it through an eclipse season. And uh, just know that sometimes, you know, the darkest, what is it, the darkest... You know what I'm thinking, right? (laughs) The darkest hours before dawn is the darkest before the light. Uh, Darkness repels, light attracts something. My point is, we're going to get through it. And right now we're just in that unknown phase where the old hasn't completely dispersed and the new hasn't completely formed. So if you feel out of alignment or just a little confused... Just hold on. It's almost, you're almost through. You guys are doing a fantastic job. I'm so proud of you all. And I look forward to seeing you guys, or talking with you guys next time. Until then, be well. Until next time.